supposed to be Blunt the Podcast with Brittany and London Bridges. I know we've been gone for a while. That's what I do best. Smoke weed. <laughs> we've been gone for a while. It's been a year and probably three months. September 17th, I believe 2019 was our last episode and we just fell off the face of the earth. So I'm going to talk about where I've been. I cannot talk for Brittany because I don't speak for people. Um, but I can say that there is nothing between Brittany and I. Um, we are just, I was in a place where I needed to heal. And she was in a place where she needed to be to herself. And, you know, that's basically what happened and where we went. Um like I said, I was healing, and that could go into a little recap of our last episode. Um, our last episode was Jet Setting Jasmine and King Noir, and Jet Setting Jasmine ended up being my therapist. So um, I'm a little nervous, guys, I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to break the fucking ice. You know we always start the podcast with breaking the ice. And I have a live audience. I, didn't, I just got into this shit without even acknowledging the people who are here and acknowledging this set. And <laughs> I just got into this shit um, without acknowledging this. You know, this setup was done by, you know, Chaos. He's part of the live audience right now. Yeah. The homie Chaos. You know, this set design is done by my near and dear friend of mine. I ain't gonna at her, but her name is Naomi. I ain't at her because she only does this because she loves me. Um, and you guys see some beautiful women by my side right now. Yeah. These are my House of Sirens sirens. Hello. We gonna get into what House of Sirens is a little bit later. I'm not gonna leave you guys hanging, of course not. Um, but yeah, last week's episode, um, not last week's, Lord, <laughs> last year's episode, <laughs> last episode uh, was King Noir, Jet Setting Jasmine. We spoke about, well, we spoke about the porn industry, discrimination in the porn industry, and, you know, how they are a couple raising a family um, as people who are in the porn industry communication being key as being parents and educating your children. So check that out, you know, whenever you get a chance, all the episodes, all episodes 24, you guys have been actually riding out for us, like my DMs. And even when I go to performances for my burlesque shows, you guys ask me about the podcast and I'm just like, oh, people are <laughs> listening to it. Yeah. So... Thank you guys for asking every chance you get. Um, Where's the podcast and when is it coming back? Um, and yeah, so this past year and some change I've been healing. This episode is called End Violence on Against Sex Workers. That's what's in the background right now. And um, I'm a sex worker who has been abused. Um, and that is what I'm actively healing from right now. Um, as, so what am I healing from? This is, this is London Bridges. I am an Aquarius woman. I am, this is very hard for me to be this vulnerable. And, um, but I'm grateful to be able to be this vulnerable with you guys. Um, So I'm going to make a long story short. 
because my story is pretty heavy, but I was an involuntary sex slave for two years. When I moved here and when I started Blunt the Podcast, I was actively a sex slave. Um, This is somebody who was preparing me to be sex trafficked, but he fell in love with me. He got me pregnant. No, I do not have a child. I lost my baby, and I am okay with that. Um, And... Oof. Okay. I just felt the... I just felt the weight come off my shoulders just now because, you know, for a very long time, for the past few months, for the past year, even not even just spirit inside of me, spirit puts herself in other people to tell me my story is not for me. My story is to share for other people so that women, even men, in the sex working industry don't have to go through what I went through or if they have gone through what I've went through, they know that they are not alone because I felt so alone for so long until I met, she behind the scenes, of course she did the set design, uh, Naomi Say, I call her my coach, she's my healer first because I try to make her my, my coach first but Spirit, God, universe was like, nah, she's your healer first. Um, Well, really, she's my soul sister first, healer second, coach third. Um, So, you know, I I came across a, a great amount of people in my life that have been here for me, that have protected me and guided me in the path of healing. Even jumping into Blunt the Podcast, you know, meeting Jet Setting Jasmine, my therapist, you know, that really helped me. She helped me um, put my baby's soul to rest um, and really face my trauma and make me tell myself that my trauma is not me. Um, I am London Bridges. I am a creative. I am a woman first, a black woman first, a motherfucking goddess, a motherfucking goddess. I am an artist. I am a singer. I'm a songwriter. I am a businesswoman. I'm a boss. I'm a doer. And nobody could stop me from doing anything, no matter how hard they try. Literally, nobody. Because somebody was put into my life to try to stop me, and they couldn't fucking stop me. So, um, that was a little heavy for me, too. (laughs) Um, So, how, so basically I'm interviewing myself. This is what this this episode is about, sex workers who have been abused. I am a sex worker who has been abused, so I'm interviewing myself, and I'm, you know, going to let you guys know some stats, some how I got into this world, how I was easily manipulated. Um, I got into sex work when I was 19 years old. Um, to be clear, what sex work is, sex work is, um, a form of work that stimulates arousal and it goes anywhere from what I believe massage to prostitution. You have tantric massage worker, tantric massage therapists, you have dominatrix, you have, uh, again, escorts. Prostitutions. What was that, doll? Phone sex. Phone sex operators. This is doll. One of my sirens, y'all. This is one of my sirens. She is. This is her facility, by the way. Um, yes. I am in doll safe space. 
one of the spaces that I definitely guide sex workers to come to to work and um, to have community, to have community, to have creativity, to just be safe. It's a safe space. So, um, y'all help me out. Where the fuck was I? You know I was been smoking. <laughs> you know I was smoking. Where the fuck was I? Everybody in the fucking crowd has been smoking them damn selves. <laughs> um, what I believe sex work is. What I believe sex work is. So yeah, anywhere it is, um, phone sex operators. It is a long scale. It goes. It's not just. I'm selling my vagina to you. But also sex workers are healers, you know? Um, I believe I am a healer. The type of customers that attracted to me were, you know, people who needed to be centrally touched and centrally stimulated and, you know, guided. So for me, somebody growing up, I was always a sensual woman and sensual child growing up and I was always somebody who has been manipulated. I mean, manipulated. I've been molested a couple times. And it was e that was what made it easy for my abuser to manipulate me. Mm -hmm. And um, because I'm going to be honest, I did not know. I don't did not know because I know what the word known means now. It took me a long time to um, realize that my no has power because my no was already taken from me from such a young age. Um, so my abuser, when he met me, I was in a place of I had nothing, but I know I have everything now. Um, I was on the borderline of homeless, um, and my heart was broken from a past relationship. And I just wanted to find purpose. I wanted to find myself. I wanted to believe in something again. I didn't believe in the white Jesus that they were selling me in, in church, in school, anywhere. So I just wanted to find purpose. And, you know, here this person comes. So, you know, ladies, men, everybody, that's one thing that these predators prey on to manipulate you, they could literally smell the vulnerability all over you. It's like a pheromone that just comes out of their skin. And, you know, there are ways that you could protect yourself. You know, there are ways that you can still be a sensual being, still be somebody who has been abused, but, you know, heal yourself. And how do you heal yourself? How do you protect yourself, how do you do this? Building community. I'm literally surrounded by my community right now. I am completely surrounded by my community. I have Salima right here, I have Saul here, I have the TLF crew, I have Kayshawn, I have Aunt uh, Radic, my engineer, this is my community. These are people that Spirit said that you are on the verge of being your higher self. And these are people that are reflections of who you are and what you're going to be. How do you find out who your reflection is? You center yourself, you love on yourself, you pray to yourself. I mean, that's something that I did. I My way of finding myself was through dance. You know, I found myself in the strip club a lot of people may think that I lost myself because of what happened, um, but I didn't lose myself. I found myself. I actually found more of myself. Um, and I learned how to move my body. I learned what sensual movement can do to myself. I learned... Mm. <laughs> Cotton mouth. <laughs> um, I learned that my sensuality is power and it shouldn't be shamed or shunned or hidden. And that's the most dangerous thing that you can do to a woman is forcing her to hide her power as a sensual woman. Because people come to you and try to control it because they see that you don't have control over it. 
I didn't have full control over my sensuality. I was just finding it in the club. But, you know, after a while, um, I learned from the things that was taken away from me. I wasn't allowed to touch myself in my abuse. I wasn't allowed to be with anybody else. I wasn't allowed to be affectionate. I wasn't even allowed to hug anybody. That's how much I was locked in. And then spirit was like, what are you doing? You need to caress yourself. Come tune to yourself. You need to, others, you weren't sent here to be here by yourself. You weren't sent here to only be surrounded by somebody who is controlling you and controlling everything about you. So, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm still, I'm a little nervous. I'm still nervous. I'm still nervous. I'm still very nervous because this is a lot for me. And I'm being very vulnerable. The very thing that I felt got me trapped is the very thing that I'm doing right now. And basically, I was told not to speak my story, you know, that bad things would happen to me. And, you know, there was always somebody in the back of my head to tell me, telling me, like, you're not allowed to tell your story. Don't tell your story. And I wouldn't. I had this episode planned for months. Me and Brittany had this episode planned for months. So the guy, we, I, I, we didn't have it planned for months. I told her about it months ago. And, you know, here I am literally months later. So, you know, my third chakra, my, not my, my heart, my throat chakra is definitely being activated like fuck right now. <laughs> I, just, I just, I might fucking hear what you are now. Mm -hmm. Because like everything you're saying is like the same shit that finding the power of no. Like if your, if your trauma self or if your abuse self or your younger self, whoever that person was, could have been told at that time. Like, if you say no, you have the power. More than likely, if you say no or stop or whatever, somebody's going to hear, somebody's going to know, like, you'll have a chance to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. But we just didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. We just didn't really understand, like, what made more sense, what seemed safer at the time, was to do what the figure of authority was saying. Mm -hmm. That was just kind of how we had been, like, conditioned in trauma coming up. Mm -hmm. but understanding now like nah motherfucker I don't like that shit I don't want that shit no mm -hmm. either you're getting with my program or you're just you're a person I know now that's it mm -hmm. and everything you're doing is like in that in the I know what no means but I also know what yes means and I'm saying yes to what I want to mm -hmm. which is what you're doing Yeah, and also mm -hmm. how you use your body you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we're sex workers. We're sex You know, workers. we make a living off of knowing how to sell ourselves willingly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm And that's, you know, the fact that you say sell ourselves willingly. You know, I started off the, the show talking about saying that I was an involuntary sex worker. Um, well, involuntary sex slave. Um, so I could really get into, you know, what a voluntary sex worker is what involuntary sex work is too. So obviously involuntary sex work is you are a sex slave. You are basically, you're being trafficked. You are not here for the cause. Um, you're manipulated into the situation. And then you have voluntary sex work. You choose this life. You know, you, you want to do this. Um, there's a lot of Ooh, there's a lot when it comes to this. Sex trafficking is a serious thing in this country, man. It is. There are women being sex trafficked. There are children being sex trafficked. People are, these people are becoming so desperate, the traffickers, that they are coming up with anything to do it. Anything to be able to take a woman from their family and just control her. Um, and people are getting locked up. People are 
taking a stand against their abusers and they're killing them and they're getting locked up for it. Like, because of the laws against us. Another way for us to help keep us safe as sex workers is by decriminalizing the industry. Now, there was a, a law that was passed called uh, SESTA, and SESTA is, stands for Stop Enabling Sex Trafficking Act Bill. So basically, it was a bill shut, um, made to shut down sex working sh sites, such as Pornhub, Control It, stuff like that. Um, but actually, that act kind of makes things worse. It actually makes it easier for people to get sex trafficked because sites like Pornhub are aware of what they are doing because they are sex workers. And us as sex workers are people that know that we have to protect ourselves to a different degree. Um, and this act, um, shutting down the sex workers, it, the sex working sites is um, shutting down the programs that they have created to find these people and stop them and lock them up. And um, so you guys have people in office right now that don't understand this world and don't understand what this world means. But this world is here to protect you, I believe. Mm. I'm a healer. I'm here to protect people. The ladies around me are healers. They're sex workers. They know how to protect themselves. Therefore, they know how to protect the people around them and protect the people that come to them that want to get into this world. They know when to see when something is off about somebody or a situation. Um, when you have people in the fucking office make, signing bills that because people in office that are ashamed of who they are, I'll be that ass, ashamed of who they are because these are people that fucking pay for sex workers. But they are ashamed of who the fuck they are. They don't want to hold themselves accountable for who they are. They think they are disgusting for a woman like me making their dick hard. <laughs> I said it. Thanks. How dare you make my dick hard? So how about this? I'm out to control you. And I'm out to take away all your platforms. But now you're taking away my platforms and you're silencing everybody, silencing the educators. That's another way for us to be, uh, to, to keep us safe, the education. You know, you have people like Salima educating people. You have people like Dahl educating people. You have people like King Noir, um, Tayomi, Amina, which I want to say all these people have been on the podcast. <laughs> Check out the episodes. One through 25. This is 25th. <laughs> you have Casey Carter. You know, you have really dope people out here, and you're silencing them, their platforms. These people are educating people on what this, of the, what this industry really means. It's not a whole bunch of freaks that want to get their ass beat by doms. I mean... That's your shit, you know? <laughs> I mean... I like it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Reason being, it's healing for me. It's divine energy. It's divine energy. I have, I've been somebody who has been mentally bonded, binded, whatever the fuck the word is. I've been mentally bonded and that power to be able to have somebody trust, put that trust in somebody to bind me up. And they know, they ask me questions. Just before this, we had a whole photo shoot. And these ladies tied me the fuck up. And they're asking me, you okay? You okay? Yes, I'm okay. If I say I don't want it, they're going to stop. The fact that I have that power mentally to stop somebody, um, if it gets too uncomfortable for me, it's not kinky for me, you know, stop. It hurts. Okay, 
that that heals me. Only sex workers know how to do that. Only sex workers know how to treat you with respect while doing something like this, whereas kink or anything like that. They know how to teach people, whereas if you are a couple, a regular couple, I should say vanilla because that's the term. You know, I'm in the kink terms now. <laughs> um, if you're a vanilla couple but you know that you like things like this, you want to tap into it, I'm not going to go to somebody who's not a sex worker to teach my my man to tie me up properly. Pressure points is a thing. You could get hurt. They're going to teach you everything you need to know. Sex workers rule the world. This is one of the oldest form of work we have. It, at the same time, like, that's why I don't, I don't consider it like, I'm not selling myself. All those things you were talking about, those are skills. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't sell myself. I sell my skills and talents, and they just happen to be wrapped up in sensuality. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't sell me. Like, if I, if I, if I rub your foot, like, I didn't sell myself. I sold a service. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I think, I, I mean, I know what helped me in this was, Stop looking at it like you're selling yourself to every person. You're not. You're selling the skill sets that you have developed. We train, you know, we educate ourselves the same way anybody else in any other profession. So why is it looked at any differently? Because they might come. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They might feel good. It's it's, it's simply because they're going to feel good. That's Mm -hmm. why. But, like, they don't put that on, you know, doing hair or doing feet or anything else that makes a person feel good. Mm-hmm. But that's the only difference. We all sell our gifts and talents and skills that we all spend money, time, and energy investing in and making better. Like, we build businesses just the same. The problem is we look good doing it. Good as fuck. Good as fuck. Like, look at me. Look at me. Hi. <laughs> God, I'm dripped in gold. <laughs> Touched by Farina. <laughs> Dripping. You know, and people are mad. Like, literally mad. People are mad at sensuality because they don't understand it, because they don't have nobody teaching, because women are grown, are taught and raised to silence it, literally. I've been in places where people literally reported me for just dancing, reported me and got me banned from buildings for dancing at concerts, saying I was belligerent or drunk. I don't even drink. There's water in my cup. I drink champagne every now and then because I'm a champagne shorty. That's what I do. Fancy. (laughs) So, I mean, people are mad and they don't understand it. So, you guys need to stop. Not you guys. I'm talking about the government. Not y'all. Y'all know y'all. Y'all support me. Y'all support me. But the government need to stop with the bullshit. The world need to stop with the bullshit and embrace this. Because sensuality heals. Sensuality saves lives. Healing is sexy as fuck. There's nothing about healing that's not sexy. The way that I touch my body when I'm healing myself uh, is is beautiful. Which, by the way, you know, I'm about to put in a little plug real quick. I have a quick little video on my OnlyFans, you know. My OnlyFans. Hit on my OnlyFans. London Level Up. You can see me touching myself to D'Angelo's Untitled. And I recreated the video. It was a self-love ritual that I created for myself. Um, and I just go in the mirror and I touch myself with oil, just caress myself, put on some tunes, put on some, light some candles, get the vibe, turn myself on because that's what's important. Um, and I feel like that's what could heal the nation, honestly. If a healed woman, a woman that could touch herself sensually and not be ashamed of it and could go outside and just flourish in what she just, like, just did, you know how many happy people will be out there? You know how many women, how many, not even just women, but men she'll touch and they just have a brighter day? Mm -hmm. Energy transfer is a real thing. It's a whole entire thing, and... You have to move that energy. And I believe you have to do it through sensuality. That's my belief. I feel sensuality saves lives. And I'm going to keep on saying it. I know I said it a thousand times. And I'm going to say it again because everyone's trying to tell you that sensuality does not save lives, but it does. It saves lives. So <laughs> I'm going to open up the floor for the audience real quick.
you know, I'm gonna open up the floor for the audience. Is there anybody that has any questions really quick, like about anything that I am speaking on? Any questions about anything? Mm-hmm. The access the act. So says the act. So according to the Freedom Network U um USA, the largest anti sex that is the largest anti sex trafficking, they say that this like I told you, <laughs> I'm reading and I'm nervous. Here I go again. <laughs> um so I mean, it is what it is. It's 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 an act that's trash. <laughs> it's an act. I mean, I mean, it is an act that's trash. It's it's. Um, I actually have a YouTube video right here, um, going over you know fully what the act is, and I'm going to you know share that on my on you know Instagram, you know tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Copy. Hey guys, you know we live and shit. You know we live. Is there anybody? Is there in in the in the room? Hey, who's in the room? Oh, that's me. Oh, hey, Brittany. Hey, Casey. Hi, guys. How are you? I miss Brittany. I'm not going to lie. I miss my friend. I miss her being here. I miss her laughing with me. Um, I miss her. And Casey, um, you guys can catch me on Casey, um, uh, with Casey on Wednesday, actually. I'm going to be sitting down with her with Casey After Dark. And I'm just sending um, Radic an email real quick. You're going to see Radic a lot, guys, because Radic is my engineer, my audio dude. This is my, that's my, that's my guy. Hold on. You guys know me in technology. Give me a second. I'm an old lady. We got some messages. Get, let's get into these messages. Casey Carter says, super proud of you, London. Uh, Brittany says, London with about 12 O's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, beautiful. And hi, everyone. Hey, Casey Carter. Hey. Hey. Hi. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, Like I said, I'm getting this together for Radic. Um, yes, we have a question from the audience. The general public can do. You guys, because the general public. Yeah, you know, Say that question one more time. What What do you think, like, the everybody else, that anybody who's not a sex worker, what can they do to help end violence against, I'll say, us? Okay. Ooh, there's a lot of things, actually. You know, stop shaming us. Educate yourself, you know, educate yourself. Um, stop trying to walk in our shoes, literally. You know, you have sites that are dolls, dolls kills, I think, and stuff like that, that are selling stripper heels and um, they're not even calling them stripper heels. They're not calling them what they are. And you have women walking in our shoes and looking down at us and you're wearing our fashion. Literally. And you know, that's not you can't you can't do it because I'm a woman just like you. I'm I'm a I'm a human. Treat us as humans because we are human beings. We are also spiritual beings. Don't treat us as if we are dumb, because we are very intelligent. We are business women. And I'm talking about sex worker women right now. But we are business people. We work for ourselves. We make our money on our own. We know how to make our money, who to get our money from. We know how to read people to the next power because we absorb people's energies. 
understand that we are people that take on literally everything. We take on the world and we take on the world that we have to take on at home. We are human. And again, I, I can't stress enough, educate yourselves. Mm-hmm. Educate yourselves. If you're going to wear the, cause I've seen women wearing stripper outfits at the beach. Understand what you're wearing because you could be out there and you could be a target and don't even know it just because you're wearing these outfits. These people in these clubs that are actual predators are seeing that they're like, she probably got that from house mommy. That's her from the club. She bought that because me, I was one of those girls that I wore. I bought stripper outfits that looked like bathing suits so I could wear it, you know, out if when after I became after I was done with stripping. So, but I know how to protect myself outside in these two streets. I'm always ten toes up, literally. Embrace us. Um, how can you protect us from predators? Ooh, shit. Believe us. I mean, believe us. <laughs> believe us. You know, believe us. When we say that something, just because I'm dressed like this, it doesn't mean I'm asking for it. Consent is a thing, even when I have fucking literally nothing on. I am a person that respects my space. I respect, I respect other people's space, and I expect you to respect my space. So believe me when I say that somebody abused me. Um, fight with us. If we walk, walk with us. You know, if you want to be somebody who um, is, wants to take pole classes and stuff, understand who you're learning it from. Understand who we are. And if if we say we are fighting against something, the decriminalization of sex work, understand why we are doing it. Yeah, join organizations and groups that are built to decriminalize, to educate you on it. Exactly, you know exactly. Because we dying at a, at a fast rate right now. Oh, and stand up. Stand up when you see it happening. Because, you know, sometimes people mm-hmm. will do things mm-hmm. in That's serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, Naomi in the audience. She was saying, stand up for us. Um, if you see something, stand up for us. You know, if somebody slaps their ass. And I, I would like to go into a story on that, you know, piggyback on that, because that has happened to me before, you know, where I was amongst friends, some people that I didn't know. And somebody literally, like, I was sitting down at the table and literally pulled my titty out of my shirt. Like, literally. I did not know this person. And because I'm a person, I was a person, so I'm not, was a person that didn't know who, that I'm actually getting sexually assaulted. You know, these were women that were actually, this was a lesbian woman who who did that. And a lot of women, a lot of, you don't even know that, you know, women could be, that could sexually abuse other women. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing, you know? And her, she, you know, used her power as a woman and was like, I'm just gonna pull her titty out because I think she looked good and I'm gonna do what I want. She was drunk. And I didn't do anything about it. I did not do anything about it and I should have. And there's multiple occasions that that has happened and, you know, people around me are not gonna do it because they're like, oh, well, that's that's London. And these are people who don't really know me. And they're like, well, that's London. She's crazy and she be twerking all over the place. But like when my friends, they the people that I was amongst, my my peoples did not see it. They didn't see it until they saw the video and they were disgusted. And they were like, Why didn't you say nothing? I'm I didn't realize. You know, I didn't I didn't realize that it was happening to me. And, you know, a lot of women don't realize when they are getting sexually assaulted. And you know, that's a that's a real thing, especially sex workers, again. Um, so, yes, Naomi, stand up for us when you see something happening. You know, 
I don't don't smack my ass. There was one video of, of of Cardi B one time and some dude just smacked her ass when she was walking. That's exactly what she said. She was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you smack my ass? And she was just walking on the street. She was like, why would you smack my ass? Because she was a stripper? Like, you don't do that. Like, you don't do that. I, you pay me. You, you, you got a band to give me? That's my energy, because if you gonna touch me, you gonna pay me, because that's what these do, that's what these motherfuckers out here, not motherfuckers, I fuck with y'all. Y'all pay my bills. I gotta respect y'all, you know. My friends have been te teaching me to, you know, talk to y'all better, you know, strip club lingo. I, you know, I gotta not call y'all tricks and call y'all customers. <laughs> Clients. Divine sources of financial energy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, stand up for us because something like that could happen and, you know, again, that person could just easily be a target. Oh, she ain't do nothing. So now when she not around her friends, I'm gonna do what I want. Because sex work, sex workers right now, and I say sex workers, the studies say prostitution, but I say sex workers because, you know, people are getting charged for prostitution and it's not even prostitution. You know, you could be doing a whole, a full strip clubs, you know, you could be in a strip club that got raided and you didn't do nothing. You was doing, you was just doing a dance next to a girl who was giving it up. But I wasn't doing nothing. But I just got, I just got hit for that. That shit that really happens. And, you know, people, people die. Like, sex workers are dying at an alarming rate. I think it's two, 204 people every 100,000 in the U.S. alone. And we need to be protected, y'all. We need to be protected. And I'm here to protect y'all. I'm going to call myself the siren mother. <laughs> I'm going to call myself the siren mother. You know, I want to fight for sex workers' rights. You know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of riots and... Uh, I don't want to call it riots because they were fucking protests that turned into riots. But there was a lot of protesting going on even before, you know, 2020 happened. You know, a lot of sex workers going on strike back in New York. I wanted to walk with them, but I couldn't because, you know, I was in my situation. But here I am healed, ready to touch the world. Cause I don't believe you could touch anybody without being healed. Um, and I call as I call myself the siren mother, you know, I wanna be somebody who guides women and guide sex workers into a healthier path rather than the toxic masculine ran industry that is right now. We're paving the way. It's becoming more ran by women. Um, and that's how it should be because that's who started the industry. How is it to, um, as far as like what people could do to protect us, if you know of a situation like like a person, you know, I'm in the foot industry. If, if you know of a person who does sessions for models and acts the fuck up during sessions, mm. say something about that. Like, okay, y'all, just letting y'all know if y'all decide to session with this person, if y'all decide to shoot with this photographer, whatever, let it be known. Like, this person does so-and-so and so. Like, that's really directly, like, how you can protect. Mm -hmm. Don't, it's, it's speaking up in a different way. Like, don't know this shit about these kind of people and just be like, well, I just ain't gonna fuck with it, you know? Let yeah. the people who have to involve themselves in them, you know, know what's really going on with them. Exactly. That's, that's a great testament because I had my own situation with a photographer and I felt comfortable enough to tell London and the whole time he was in her DMs. So if I wouldn't have spoken up, <laughs> if I wouldn't have spoken up, who knows? You know, you it's, it's, and it's real. And, and the sad thing is that it'll be like a person who, like, somebody who you are close with kind of knows or heard the same shit about. And it's like, well, why didn't nobody say, well, don't work with this motherfucker because they're like so-and-so. And so, like, well, I'm just going to work with them and not, I don't want to... I know a lot of times it'd be like, well, you don't want to fuck up their business or this and this and fuck that. that. But like, something, you <laughs> fuck know what that. I'm fucking like, up their whole shit. I would rather shit. fuck it up than somebody's life be fucked up. I'm yes. fucking it. Like somebody head be fucked yeah, up just because I didn't you. 
fuck some money. I mean, in that sense, fuck some money. It's fuck really money. Not what's my favorite thing to say? Not all money is good money. Like, if it's not, not all free, money not is money. good money. Tell on these niggas. Tell I, on these niggas. I'm a whole. <laughs> listen, I let it say it. I, I ring the siren alarm all the fucking time. This bitch told me, this woman. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm not in a strip club. I'm in the siren lair. I'm getting better. This young lady, this beautiful divine goddess. She came to me and told me, I made a post immediately. I do also want to talk about this one man. I'm going to say his motherfucking name. What's his name? What's that? Jelani, Jelani what? I don't know. Jelani Cassie? Cassie. Cassie, whatever, K-A-S-I. Jelani. His fucking face is on my page, along with the fucking photographer. It says predator across his page. I ring siren alarm like a motherfucker. Mm. I'm not playing these games. I, re- I fucking protect my babies. I really say I'm a mother. I'm a mother to, I'm a siren mother. Jelani is a disgusting motherfucker. If you ever, that man has made multiple pages to get cap, to get to me, to the point where he actually reached out to somebody and booked an appointment through somebody else. He has done that to several to women. To several women. When I finally reached out to the Instagram world, and I put his face up. Over 20 women reached out to us. Over 20 women reached out to us saying that this man has violated me. He used to own a, a fucking spa. He has violated me as I was his receptionist. He violated me while I was a massage therapist within this spa. Dancers, models, anybody who is of the erotic essence, he targets them. And he wanted me so bad. Still do probably watching me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck. I said your name, hoe. Because you a hoe-ass bitch. <laughs> Couldn't wait to say that on camera. <laughs> but he he is disgusting. He reaches out to He reached out to many women that are dancers that I know. Um, not just erotic dancers, but just... I don't want to say just, but like, you know, hip hop dancers, beautiful women who dance, who like to move their bodies. Ooh, erotic poets. Erotic poets <laughs> created a fake erotic poet page to get these women just several, several for years has been on my colleague as for three years, three years trying to get to her. So this is the type of shit we go through. And I know people in the world are going to try to say, well, if you don't do this, you're not this type of woman. Listen, let me tell you something. I have been sexualized from the time I was seven years old. This is why I became this way. Because I said, fuck it. You're going to do what you want anyway. I'm going to be who I am, who I want to be. If I wanted to be somebody who covered up, I would be somebody I wanted to cover up. But I'm not. And... Sensual, sexy women, women, period, black women especially, need to be protected. We need to be protected. We need to, we need to come together. We need to create a community. Again, I already, you know, spoke about the people that, you know, could create community. I'm going to say it again. Tayomi, my mentor. Um, King Noir, Jazz Setting Jasmine. Salima, Dahl, Amina, Goddess Amina. And other people can do that too. And other people can do this that too. The, this is the time of the You could become a healer. You could become yes. a teacher yourself. Embrace yourself. Embrace mm-hmm. yourself. You know, there are spaces, you know, sex workers. I'm here to tell you there are places for you to 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 reach out to. You have doll safe space, you know, that you could work out of. That you have um I have a whole list of people that I want to shout out actually. Um the sex workers relief program. Um, owned by Giselle Marie. You can find her on Instagram. I used to dance with her back in New York. Um, <laughs> she has a program where she, you know, you donate to that, by the way. Um, she gives that money to sex workers. They homeless. I'm putting you, I watched her literally. I worked with her to put somebody up in a hotel. This wasn't even actually a sex worker. It was a woman with freaking five kids outside. This woman, and she said, I'm putting you in a hotel. Put her in a hotel for about a week. This type of people that, and this is a stripper. Oh, she's just a stripper. She's just a stripper. She, she's out here doing God's work. 
we out here doing God's work. So donate to that. Uh, sex workers, if you ever need anything, you know, sex workers relief program, you know, it, it really will help you. If you're homeless, if you got kids that you got a feeding and um, the industry has been fucked up because of COVID. I know it's a real thing out here. You know, you're afraid to touch people. I get it. So hit that up. Um, who else am I trying to shout out? I think, you know, that's about, oh, myself. <laughs> house of Sirens. <laughs> you know, these are my house sirens. I'm the house mother. What is House of Sirens? I'll tell you. It is, <laughs> it is an alliance for sex workers. I am here to guide you guys to safety, to healing, um, to elevating yourself as a sex worker. You know, if you want to get off the streets, if you want to get out the club, because I'm going to be honest, the club died when fucking rappers were allowed to fucking rap in the club. Died. Died. I'll say it. It died. That shit is dead. I'll, that shit is dead because of that shit. Because people, broke people are just like, yeah, I'll pay the $20 to go see Fab. And then they're not here to see that. Oh, yeah, and I'll get to see strippers. And then the fucking Fab is throwing money. Guess who's picking up the money? Not the strippers. The customers. Died. Okay, so I understand the industry. That, listen, five years ago, I said to myself, it's time for a change. How am I going to get out this club? I built the siren effect. The siren effect is, you know, sisterhood for the everyday sensual woman. And, you know, we create services with my sex working friends from the House of Sirens. You know, I create jobs for the House of Sirens. You know, we, we create services like sensual touch therapy. We are all sensual touch therapists, the three of us. You need us to touch you? We can touch you. I was doing that in the strip club. I was. I was in a fucking lap dance. Hey, baby, you don't need to dance for me. I'm just going to slip you these $100 bills and just tell me I'm, I'm great. Well, you are great. <laughs> you are a king. You are divine. I love you. I really do. You are so abundant. You have so much money. So much, so much, so much money. See, you, I'm saying you have so much money, but I'm giving you an affirmation, baby. I'm putting a spell on you, but give me some of that money. Using that money. I was doing that in the strip club, and these ladies, I watched these ladies, and they taught me that I could do this and still be respected. I could still continue this healing and continue God's work and still be respected. So, you know, you could book a sensual service. You could, you know, hit up one of these... Um, one of my uh, classes, I have a workshop, Afternoon Teas, where I help you guys tap into your inner child. We're going to dress up. We're going to have tea. It's a tea party. We're going to have fun. Or, you know, I have my Siren Flow class where I'm helping you tap into your sensuality, ladies. I am always going to work with men, but I'm focusing on my women. My women need me. I've been, I've, been, I've been dealing with you men for 10 years. I love you guys. I love you kings. I do, I do, I do. But it's now women, we, we, they need me. So, you know, sirenefect.com, you know, that's just dropping at midnight. Um, so what's next for me is that. And, you know, I'm going to be giving you the best burlesque shows and performances I could ever give showcasing women of color. Because that's not out there. It's not. You see one black woman. And who's about to be the best fucking choreographer and coach of it? Naomi Say of Say Studios. Hey, hey. <laughs> Naomi Say of Say Studios. And yes, of course, I'm going to be showcasing my own music because <laughs> the best have taught me, you know, you create your own platform to have your own shit. You know, people said that they didn't want me. So I say, you know what? I want me. I'm going to create the shit and you're going to want me. And when you want me, you're going to have to pay a pretty, pretty, pretty price. I'm expensive, baby. Top fucking shelf. Top fucking shelf. You see, look at me. I'm a goddess. <laughs> 
I worked hard to get here. I healed. I worked my ass off. I put my, my feelings on paper. I created art out of my out of my pain. Literally created art out of my pain. I poured into myself and I'm here. So um, to close out, you know, you guys, I love you guys. Thank you for listening to Blunt the Podcast. Um, I'm about to, you know, head out. And um, I know you guys are wondering, you know, like, where, where, where are you and Brittany, you know, and with the podcast? Well, um, podcast, Blunt the Podcast is dear to our hearts. We love it. It is a beautiful thing that we created. Um, I do not feel comfortable with continuing Blunt the Podcast without Brittany. Um, so I created a little spinoff and called Afternoon Tea with London Bridges. And you guys could catch that twice a month. And that is going to resume um, in February. And um, also, you guys can also catch um, House of Sirens coming up. Um, we have a lot of things coming up with the House of Sirens, some surprises. So you guys could catch us there. You could follow the House of Sirens on Instagram, the Siren Effect on Instagram. Of course, you can follow me on London Level Up, at London Level Up on Instagram, all social platforms. I am building a legacy. Mm-hmm. I said nobody can stop me but me. I can't let nobody stop me. So I'm building my legacy. I have had the opportunity to tell my story. I have survived. I am no longer surviving. I'm no longer, I don't want to survive anymore. I'm living. I'm living now. And I'm owning my power. I am building community. I'm embracing the love that surrounds me. I am embracing the love that is within me, the God that is within me. And I am not afraid of myself or this journey. So um, I hope you guys can follow me on my journey. And I hope you guys enjoy my song Trapped, which is a song actually I wrote about my abuser and um I wrote it about my abuser but then the ending of it ended up being a release a note to myself from my higher self while I was in my shadow um stating that I am free and to remind myself that I am free um so you guys you know make sure you um Check out all out my my platforms. You know, shout out to the squad. <laughs> TLF, Radic, House of Sirens. Yeah. Follow Doll. Uh at the only um no at only doll face. Only one. Only one doll face, my bad, my bad, my bad. I better get it correct. You better get my name right. Get my at right. Uh at dolls. At dolls underscore safe space, life of Salima. Follow us. Um, and we out. Peace and love and blessings. And here's Trapped. Yes. <laughs> Peace and love. Give yourself a hug. Mmm. Oh, we're gonna do a group hug.
Releasing unnecessary anger over a soul that never lived. Their oh. funeral became my awakening. Mm. Don't you Here lies a wandering spirit. I wanted to say shout out Kaya. I mean, fighting for uh, Anais, behind I the camera. By universal standards rather than <laughs> making my universe standard to accept. I smile oh. only to cover my scars. I cannot move for I am paralyzed with fear of the next day. Oh, Suicide yeah. is taunting me in every way. I've lost my peace and the devil almost took over my soul. My untold story will not be proclaimed as a myth. They are nothing but spiritual vultures trying to dictate what is misunderstood. Strangers do not get to choose how I put my pain to rest. After years of shameful abuse and neglect, I call on spirit so she shall resurrect. I smile big, I dance free, and I yell out loud. I am free, I am free, I am free. Should I keep the parts where I'm saying I'm nervous all the time? Keep it. Damn. <laughs> 